Nikola Motor reveals it received subpoenas from the DOJ and the SEC. Nikola Motor Company, a manufacturer of electric and fuel cell trucks, announced in a regulatory filing Monday that it has received subpoenas from the Securities and Exchange Commission and the Department of Justice in connection. To fraud allegations leveled at the company by a short seller. Nikola's founder Trevor Milton, who resigned from the company in September amid the fraud allegations, also received grand jury subpoenas from the Department of Justice, according to Nikola's most recent quarterly earnings statement. The subpoenas were received in September, according to Nikola. Nikola, which declined to comment for this story, has not also provided additional detail about what the subpoena pertains to. Nikola said in the filing that it cooperated and will continue to cooperate with any regulatory or government requests. So, Nikola founder Trevor Milton stepped down as the executive chairman and a member of its board. Of directors in September, after short seller Hindenburg Research published a report that accused. Milton in the startup of misleading investors, and Milton said at the time that the report was a hit job in lies. Which, if you were to have done any like research on this whole situation, right? One, it was not a hit job, and two, it was definitely not lies because basically, like their rebuttal to it basically had them admit to them basically committing fraud, which is crazy because apparently they had like a whole lawyer team. Draft up basically a rebuttal to it, but within the rebuttal, it basically had them admit that they were basically doing things that could be considered fraud, right? So it's perfectly understandable as to why the DOJ and the SEC are actually going after them. It's like a pretty serious thing, and people, like, I feel bad for people who actually like invested into this company stock-wise because they got destroyed and. I really don't know what GM is going to be doing with Nikola. Like, there's like no reason for it. Like, the brand name is pretty much done. So, Nikola CEO Mark Russell said on the company's earnings call on Monday that interest in need for its vehicles has never been higher. The number of jurisdictions that have outright bans or fade out or targets for getting rid of fossil fuel vehicles increases pretty much every time period. He said. Nikola said. Also said on Monday that it's continuing construction on its Arizona manufacturing facility, and expects it to be completed toward the end of 2021. A spokesman for Milton did not immediately respond to requests for the comment, and Nikola went public in June through a special purpose acquisition company, SPAC. GM announced in September that it would take an 11% stake in Nikola. And that the companies would team up to build Nikola's pickup truck, but after the fraud allegations against Milton and Nikola surfaced, GM said that the deal with Nikola hadn't yet closed, and a GM spokesman said on Tuesday that discussions are continuing with Nikola. Now the thing again, right, is like, what are they even gonna do with this brand? What are they gonna even do with this company, right? Because In my mind, this company, there's really no point for it, right? Like, I mean, they don't have a product. They basically never had a product, and they probably were never going to have a product, basically at the pace that they were going, right? And yet they were getting like valuations of just 
massive proportions for no reason. Like the only reason why they might have been getting those valuations is because of Tesla. And people were thinking, oh, maybe this could be the next Tesla, which is obviously not the case. Pretty much the next Tesla is pretty much not going to happen because Tesla is so far ahead of everyone that basically the only companies that could probably try to go after Tesla, or at least not go after Tesla, but hit different segments of the market, is basically the big manufacturers who create like a specialty EV vehicle, right? Like a specialty electric vehicle for a specific use or for like a high-end clientele, like the Hummer, right? The electric Hummer that is potentially going to be like six figures when it comes out, but it has like potentially over a thousand horsepower and all this other stuff. Like that's for like a niche amount of people. And of course, people who have money and want something big and have fun, they're going to get that car, right? They'll probably get that car more so than a Lamborghini just because of how crazy that vehicle would be, right? Which is completely something that is not the case for Nikola because guess what? There's already a prototype that is out there. I mean, Doug DeMiro even did like a review over the EV Hummer, right? So to me, Nikola is like... Shouldn't really even be mentioned in the whole like EV space anymore because it's just it's just so done, right? As a company. Next is Amazon's Ring recalls three hundred and fifty thousand video doorbells for fire hazard. So Ring is recalling about three hundred and fifty thousand select second generation video doorbells for batteries that can overheat when installed using incorrect screws included with the product posing fire and burn hazards. According to the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, the home security and smart home company has received at least 85 incident reports of incorrect doorbell screws installed with 23 of those doorbells igniting, resulting in minor property damage. The Amazon-owned firm has also received eight reports of minor burns. The video doorbells affected by the recall have a blue ring at the front and come in two colors, satin nickel, black and silver, and Venetian bronze, which is black and bronze. In addition, the doorbells will have the model number 5UM5E5 displayed on the back of the product in the outer packaging. The recalled product was sold at electronics and home goods stores nationwide and online at Amazon.com and Ring.com from June through October 2020 for approximately $100, along with a mounting bracket and a USB charging cable. The two-way audio doorbell can be hardwired or battery-powered and supports night vision. So the safety of our customers is our top priority, a Ring spokesperson told Fox Business in a statement. We have and continue to work cooperatively with the CPSC on this issue, and have contacted customers who purchased a Ring Video Doorbell 2nd Gen to ensure they received the updated user manual and followed the device installation instructions. Customers do not need to return their devices. Customers can also contact Ring at 800-656-1918 from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. PT seven days a week or at www.ring.com and click on help then on installation services for more information so if you're dealing with that and you're listening to this or watching this 
Feel free to call that number or go to bring.com. Now, Pizza Hut's adds Beyond Meat sausage toppings to menus nationwide. So, the latest addition to Pizza Hut's menu is Beyond Meat sausage. The pizza chain owned by Yum Brands partnered with the California-based plant-based meat producer Tuesday, offering its first pizzas with plant-based meat substitutes to consumers nationwide. For a limited time, consumers will be able to choose between the Beyond Italian sausage pizza, which is the company's classic cheese pizza topped with plant-based Beyond Italian sausage, or the Great Beyond Pizza, which is topped with vegetables and sausage. So since March, Pizza Hut has served over 24 million contactless digital orders as consumers remain at home due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Yum Brands reported that Pizza Hut's U.S. same-store sales growth increased 6% in the third quarter. Yum Brands CEO David Gibbs noted that the company's overall third-quarter results were encouraging and demonstrated the resilience of the Yum portfolio. Although Beyond Meat's business grew during the early days of the pandemic and subsequent economic shutdowns, the company has faced headwinds of late. Sales in Beyond Meat's food service business fell 11% in the third quarter. So the company continues to expect to benefit from food at home, food at home consumer demand in its retail channel. Management said that in the 2020 outlook of its earnings statements, and the latest collaboration between the two companies goes beyond the U.S. market. And starting Tuesday, customers in parts of the UK will also be able to test out the new batch of pizza toppings. So the offerings in the US and the UK will only be available for a limited time, while supplies last at all traditional Pizza Hut locations nationwide and select Pizza Hut Express locations. And Spotify's latest acquisition is all about your data. Another day, another Spotify acquisition. This time, it's podcast advertising platform Megaphone, which the music streaming giant announced it was buying earlier today in an attempt to beef up its advertising chops as it expands its roster of podcast programming. The acquisition accomplishes a few things for both the buyer and buyee. On Spotify's end, the acquisition allows the major brands currently working with Megaphone to funnel some of their major brand bucks. Through Spotify's systems, which will help Spotify pinch off a bigger chunk of the roughly one billion dollars worth of podcast advertising expected to be spent by the year's end, thanks to the acquisition, Spotify's podcasters will also get the ability to opt in to having their shows monetized. Aside from opening these、oh, those floodgates, podcasters currently monetizing their megaphone will get access to Spotify's prepared. Proprietary ad-serving system called Streaming Ad Insertion to target listeners with ads served in real time, based on everything from the artist that they stand to their zip code or gender. This ad insertion tech also tracks how many people hear these ads and how often a single person tends to hear them. As is the case with most things ad tech. It can be a bit tricky to wrap your head around why a podcast-based ad platform like Megaphone would be worth much of anything, let alone the reported $235 million that Spotify paid in the deal. In short, the answer is data. Back in 2017, Megaphone, then called Panoply, 
partnered with the data brokering giant Nielsen to become one of the first companies that gave podcast advertisers the same, well, kind of creepy targeting abilities companies had everywhere else on the web. So if an advertiser wanted to know what podcast a middle-aged divorcee in Utah was listening to while she drove out to buy groceries, chances are Megaphone would be able to suss it out with the tens of thousands of bits of data it collected across the over 900 shows that were plugged into its platform as of, as of the middle of last year. Spotify largely allowed its users to be tracked and targeted based on the genre of podcasts they listened to until now. But even that was pretty basic, at least according to Spotify's own description, on its own, Spotify might be able to tell advertisers that I was the type of person who binged comedy and history-related podcasts on the regular, but any other demographics were typically inferred. Acquiring Megaphone is Spotify's way of collecting more precise data on its rapidly growing listener base so that the base can be better targeted by data-hungry troves of high-paying advertisers. Podcast ads were a big motivator behind some of Spotify's other recent acquisitions. Last year, when the company bought out the podcasting companies Gimlet Media and Anchor in a single day, $343 million splurge, analysts pointed out at the time that because there's a top-shelf podcast for just about any imaginable niche out there, from true crime to comedy to breakfast enthusiasts, Buying out these companies gave Spotify's advertisers a fast pass to reach those audiences and more. The same could be said of The Ringer, another big budget acquisition on Spotify's part, which reportedly cost the company upwards of $196 million. Subscribe for more episodes about money and news-related content. Feel free to listen to the podcast. And check out 40inbox.com to master your money. If you want to learn how to make money online, go down below and learn the four steps to actually making money online. And check out the money tools. Feel free to get